This is your morning briefing from ADV Media. I'm Dusty O'Connell. Tom Vilsack is sworn in by Vice President Harris on Tuesday to join President Biden's cabinet as Secretary of Agriculture in a story reported by Axios. Vilsack is a former governor of Iowa, the president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council, and returns to the Agriculture Department, which he led during both terms of the Obama administration. In a rare show of bipartisanship, the Senate voted 93-7 to to confirm, with the notable exception of Senator Bernie Sanders, who becomes the first member of the Democratic caucus to vote against a Biden cabinet nominee. Secretary Vilsack said during his confirmation hearing that he will prioritize access to food, as 50 million Americans are experiencing food insecurity. Promoting access to benefit programs like SNAP and WIC for families and new mothers respectively, while also working on expanding farm-to-school programs, financing food hubs, and making sure that food banks have infrastructure to store and distribute perishable products. Also, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said on Tuesday the COVID relief bill would be ready for the president's signature by March 14th, according to Chineku Osakwe at Yahoo News. The bill includes increased funding for COVID-19 vaccine distribution, additional one-time stimulus funds for taxpayers, and $400 a week in additional unemployment benefits through August, which is $100 more than previously negotiated. Unlikely to make the final package is an increase of the federal minimum wage to $15, which the Senate parliamentarian said on Wednesday violates the rules for passing a bill through reconciliation, a process that allows for budget measures to pass by simple majorities. TheHill.com reports that Senator Schumer urged his caucus on Tuesday to remain united on the path to passage of the $1.9 trillion stimulus package, holding up what appeared to be a flip phone while describing his frequent conversations with his caucus and its individual members to garner their support for the bill, which Republican Senator Lisa Murkowski suggests will require every Democratic senator to vote in its favor. The United States is poised to have 3 million daily doses of COVID-19 vaccine available by April of this year. In a story first reported by Politico, here's Audie Norman with more on today's featured story. Thank you, Dusty. On Tuesday, several executives from major vaccine-producing companies met before a House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee on Oversight and Investigations. Joining me now is our congressional field correspondent, Vincent Minucci. So, Vincent, what did we learn from this panel? Of the company executives present, Pfizer said that it can bump up supplies from 4 to 5 million shots a week currently to 13 million doses per week by mid-March, while Moderna said it can double its supplies to provide more than 40 million doses per month by April. Johnson & Johnson, whose vaccine the FDA is expected to authorize as early as this weekend, did not give a firm number of doses available at first, but simply reiterated its target of 20 million doses by late March. Executives with AstraZeneca and Novavax said they had not filed for FDA review yet, but they are also stockpiling shots in preparation for the rollout. What about other vaccine producers? Is there any reason to think these companies could not meet these goals? No, all of the executives stressed that they are looking for ways to increase production to meet the overwhelming demand, and all said they do not anticipate essential material shortages in meeting their current production goals. So how does this stack up with what President Biden's administration has said about vaccine rollout? The president has pledged to oversee the administration of 100 million doses within his first 100 days in office. And that's a goal that his advisors say is achievable, as currently they are exceeding a daily dosage mark of more than 1 million doses a day. 
However, Kathy McMorris Rogers, the subcommittee ranking Republican, said the administration should aim even higher and is calling on the White House to shoot for $2 million every day. But President Biden has also said repeatedly that every American who wants to be should be able to receive the vaccination by July. Is there anything else that could be a stumbling block for these companies? These executives, while praising federal efforts to secure supplies, were hesitant to see the Biden administration invoke the Defense Production Act to procure more supplies from other U.S. manufacturers or even broaden vaccine production itself. They pointed out that the vaccine production is a complicated process, and it takes four, six, maybe even nine months to bring more capacity online, something the U.S. government would need to consider. Let's wrap up today with a personal note, if you don't mind, Vincent. You've talked before about your wife being in phase 1B to get her vaccine ahead of you because of her working in a school. What does this mean for you and how comfortable you are working in the field but not being a priority position for the vaccine? While I am thrilled that my wife will be in this early phase and therefore safer from the threat of infection, I am upset that she will be held back from experiencing a wider degree of activity like going to restaurants and theaters as they open because I am not in a priority placement for vaccination. Despite my having asthma, multiple instances of severe pneumonia, and with my working in the field, a higher potential for exposure. Sadly, these factors are not currently taken into consideration for vaccination placement, and spouses of priority phase placed individuals will not be receiving vaccination along with their spouses and household members. So from my own personal health standpoint, as well as the emotional well-being of my family, I am saddened that the rollout of the vaccine was so hampered by seemingly poor governmental planning over the course of 2020 and a lack of supply chain and supply bolstering that should have been able to be planned for in advance of the vaccine completion. Normality is still something we're waiting to get to. Thanks, Vincent, for that personal note. For Dusty O'Connell and Vincent Minucci, I'm Audie Norman, and this has been your morning briefing from ADV Media.